right, welcome into another episode of The Render Podcast. I'm your host, Cam, and I'm so excited to talk to you more about minimums and maximums for your event company. This can apply to any company. It's not just rental companies. It can be applied to floral companies or uh, venues or photographers or really any type of service or product for events. Minimums and maximums are so, so important, and I'm excited to dive into why it's important and maybe some tips and tricks on how we can help you with your minimums and maximums for your events. So tune in today. If you would like to take notes, you guys already know if you've been listening to the show for a while that I like to take my notes on Slack in a personal DM to myself so I can find it all in one place. But if you are a pen and paper kind of person or if you like to put them on maybe your notes section of your phone, then you should go ahead and do that. But we are going to get into today's episode all about minimums and maximums for your event company. Hey there, you're listening to The Render Podcast, a podcast for creatives. I'm Cam, a visionary leader who has failed and thrived through small business leadership. After being in the events industry since 2010 and working with brands such as Nike, the Dallas Cowboys, and the Create and Cultivate, I became wildly passionate about education for small businesses. I teach others how to work with their dream clients through the mistakes I've made along the way. I hope you leave here refreshed, engaged, and ready to take on your company, making the next right decision. show, I want to talk about what minimums and maximums are and how can they be categorized? Why do we need to have minimums and maximums? And then we're going to talk about knowing some costs that go into these. So stick with me here. It's going to be a really jam-packed filled episode and I am excited to just dive right in. Let's start with what are minimums and maximums and how can they be categorized? Well, a minimum is the lowest amount that you will accept for something. So this can be uh, revolving around dollar amount. So the lowest dollar amount that you'll accept for events, meaning their quote, maybe that's a few hundred or a few thousand is the least amount that you will accept to do business with someone. It also might be a uh, lowest amount of products that you would put on something. Maybe you only will put you know, five products on an order. Maybe you won't only rent one cake stand or you won't only do one bridal bouquet. You might have some minimums around those. And so think about minimums, not only from a dollar perspective, but by a service or product perspective as well. And then you might want to have different ones depending on what type of event it is. Maybe you categorize that by weddings, corporate events, and social events. Maybe you have it based off of deliveries versus a will call. There's so many different types of things. You can even categorize this by season. Maybe you have you know, a wedding season and an off-wedding season. Or maybe you do a spring and fall season, but summer and winter are a different type of minimum for those. There's so many different things that you can do when it comes to minimums and maximums. And the beauty of it all is that you own your company and you get to call the shots. And so we are here to help equip you with some knowledge to call your own shot here. So that is what a minimum is. A maximum is 
very similar to those, but obviously the highest that you would be able to do. So a maximum might be the max dollar amount that you can realistically do in your company. We in our company probably can't produce a $500,000 order on just ourselves. A maximum for us is usually around about $150,000. And the only reason we know that is because we've done a $150,000 order with us. Now we've only done a couple and it is really tough and there's a lot of logistics that go into that. And so you need to understand based on your company, the people that you have in your company, the products that you have in the company, maybe the size that you have your company stored at, that is all going to go into the maximum that you can do in your business. And so you might not be able to do something more than $10,000 or $50,000, or maybe it's $500,000, but you need to know what your maximum is dollar amount. And then maximum events that you'll take on a specific day. This is more important than the minimum that you can take on an event day. I think the minimum would be zero or one. But the maximum might be something that you pay attention to a little bit more on the quantity of events you do on a single day or on a week or on a month. Maybe having a realistic idea of like 30 events in one week, that might be a little too much for you or it might not be enough for you. So you have to understand what that is. And again, this is going to be based off of the products, services, and people that you have on your team is how you're going to set these minimums and maximums. A maximum can also be about where you will deliver it to. What is the max amount of miles that you can drive to? Us being located here in DFW, it's going to be really hard for us to go all the way to New York for an event. However, we've always said, if somebody wants to pay us the big bucks to go to New York, we'll figure out a way to go. But I probably won't go to Australia and I probably won't do rentals in multiple other countries because it's too hard to actually get my rentals there. So you might have a maximum on the miles that you can get to based on your company. So that is what minimums and maximums are. They have to do with cash. They have to do with miles and where you're going. And they have to do with events that you can take and the products and services and people that you have on your team. So define what some minimums and maximums for your company might be. And I hope that is some helpful information on a little bit more about that. Why should we have minimums and maximums? Well, the first one is that it sets up boundaries. It sets up boundaries for not only you as the owner, but it sets up boundaries for your clients and your team members. It helps give expectations under what circumstances you will take certain things or not take certain things. If you have no clear path of what your minimum or your maximum is, then it's going to be really hard for your sales team or someone on your team to understand what October might look like or what April might look like or June or July or January. There's so many different factors that go into those things. And the stress levels of your employees and your team are going to be a huge factor in how you set up expectations and boundaries. And so if you can protect them from the stress levels that they may feel already, if you can protect them from the overwhelm that can set in when you're in a really busy season by saying, look, we know that it's busy. Totally get it. But you can expect from us that we will not do more than this many events. And you can expect from us that in these months, we're not going to go 
to Timbuktu to do an event, right? And so if you can set up some boundaries and expectations for not only your team, but also your clients, it's really going to help you in what that next step is. All right, the next thing that you will want to know is your costs. What does it cost your company to produce an event in different areas of your city? This is important into how you get to these numbers of your minimums and maximums. Because if you don't know your costs, it's going to be really, really hard to determine that this is the furthest place that we will go, or this is the minimum place that we will go, or this is the maximum of things that we're going to put on these orders, because you might not know what it actually costs you to produce that order. And so if you can already know that for me to produce a $500,000 order, it's going to cost me maybe $100,000 or $250,000 or something along those lines. And so if you don't already know or generally know what your cost is to do something of a really large scale or better yet, even a smaller scale, it's going to be really hard to produce these numbers. And so know what it is costing you to do business. If you have um, an order, let's say, I'm going to give you an example actually in our company. So my warehouse is located in the design district of Dallas, which is probably about 15 minutes from downtown Dallas. And then there's some venues that are kind of in uptown Dallas, which is probably about 10 minutes away. And um, that's kind of the closest that the venues to us get is anywhere from 10 to 15 minutes away or so um, outside of the venue that's literally right across the street from us. That one is just a short little walk. But knowing what our cost is to go to these different places, especially when we have to get into a vehicle and drive somewhere, is important. I know that my cost is going to be a certain amount to go to a venue that's 10 minutes away. And then I also know what my cost is to go somewhere that's 45 minutes away or an hour and a half away. And so if you don't know those costs, then it's going to be really hard for you to make some minimums. And surely there's lots of factors that can go into a quote and meeting minimums and reaching those numbers based on how long they're going to be somewhere, how many products are going on in order. And so understanding all of these numbers that go into your orders is really important. If it costs you two hours of someone's time times two people to go 10 minutes away, then you already know that it's going to cost you a certain amount to go produce that order. So if they only put a cake stand on their order and it costs you one person times two hours round chip, both to drop it off and to pick it up, then there's some costs that go into that. And so you have to understand what those are. So understand the cost of what it takes to produce an event in different areas of your city. And then I also want you, on the other hand, to know what it costs for you to do a will call order. Because this also goes into how you do your minimums for will calls. A will call isn't just someone coming and picking something up. You also have to pull that item off the shelf, make sure it's in good condition, send it off with someone, and then when you receive it back, you probably have to clean that item or somehow get it back into a rentable condition and then put it back on your shelf. So there is more than just taking it off the shelf and give it to someone and put it back up, right? And so if you know what your cost to do a will call order, it's going to be a lot easier for you to be able to set a will call minimum. And same thing with a maximum as well. 
The biggest thing that I want you to take away from this episode is that I want you to stay in conversation with your team in their stress levels because this will go into the fact of maximums on certain events that you can take at certain different times of the year and the week and the season. Know when it is okay to make a blackout day or a blackout couple days or even a blackout week. This is really important to know as well because you can have a maximum and you might have a really, really big order come in. And then you say, you know what? We got to make a blackout. I know that we haven't filled these certain days yet, but we got to do a blackout so that we don't book anything because we're already going to be tapping our team on our stress levels, on the tasks that are on our to-do lists. And so know when it's okay to do a blackout. All right, I hope this episode has been really helpful for you and that you are ready to go and make your minimums and maximums for your event company. Thanks for tuning in and we'll see you next week.